book report. It's a book report. It's a book report about a movie. Cause that makes sense. What's up, everybody? Jesse and Jeff here. No Alex. We're doing a new segment called Book Report, bringing you back to uh, the fourth grade when you trembled in front of the class. Hopefully, you didn't pee your pants, but if you did, we forgive you. Um, is that a good intro? Probably not, right? I actually did pee my pants in front of the class during uh, show and tell once. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that's sad. I'm no, sorry. that's hilarious. It's not sad. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I mean, you 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 probably didn't find it funny at the time. Um, I don't know. Probably not. I don't really remember. I just remember like it happening. But um, I remember why it happened, and that's why I think it's hilarious. Is because okay. we were doing show and tell, and we had to do these like um these little like bios about ourselves and everyone's favorite food. Everyone chose pizza. And mm. I was upset that everyone chose pizza because I was sensitive <laughs> as a little kid because I was like, I wanted pizza and now I'm going to look like I chose what everyone else wanted. So um, I got really like you upset. You didn't think fast and like it, modify it to Nah, pasta. man, I wasn't uh, as slick as I am today as everyone uh, knows not. me for now. So uh, <laughs> knowing all these everyone. names and getting them all correct all the time. But um, yeah, yeah, I just remember uh, peeing my pants. I was scared because I didn't want to tell everyone my favorite food was pizza. Was also pizza. Oh <laughs> afraid God, of so like fitting amazing. in. It's so hilarious. That's really funny, actually. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, anyway. Yeah, today, today uh, for our first little book report, we are going off. I forgot, actually, to, to talk about this on our last episode. I was going to give a book report on rock and roll because I've been going through the Guy Ritchie verse of things I haven't seen. And I was like, oh, this is a perfect opportunity for me and Jeff to just talk shit for a little while about rock and roll. The follow up to Guy Ritchie's 2005 film was it 2005. That was Revolver. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Which was, as I said on the episode on the Green Knight episode, it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's awful. Uh, zero. <laughs> I give it a zero. And Jeff was like, rock and roll is really good, though. And so I watched it. And you're right, my friend. It's yeah. pretty good. I oh. will say it's no it's no lock stock and no. it's no snatch. No. It doesn't have the cohesion of those movies. And it doesn't it's not nearly as funny. But it is like a really good time. And I was thinking about right before we started record, I was like, how am I going to sum up this movie? Because what I'll usually do is give a short plot synopsis or yeah. I'll sometimes do that, I guess. With this one, it's like almost impossible. You're going to have to help me because and, oh, and I, I saw I, a I review. I know the plot really well, actually. I saw a review that was amazing and it said some movies go off on tangents. This movie is nothing but tangents. Yep. And yep. I thought that was completely correct. It's so true. Yeah. This movie is, uh, I love Rock and Rolla in such a different way. Like it, in a way, it is Guy Ritchie's typical style of like an, a great ensemble cast. I mean, let's just talk about the cast first. Well, I, are you able to summarize it in a way that I can't for people who might not have seen it? Oh yeah. Oh sure. Are you? Oh, we want to do that right away. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, so basically. Um, Wow, okay, here we go. So there's all these different, like just like in a typical Guy Ritchie movie, you start with all these different groups. So you have a small group of gangsters 
uh, with um, Gerard Butler, Idris Elba, Tom Hardy, and they're like just kind of like low rent gangsters. You have a bigger gangster played by oh God, he's he's that guy, Tom Wilkinson, Lenny Cole. He's uh, he's the bigger gangster. He's the guy you gotta like talk to to get all the the shit done. So basically, the the Idris Elba and Gerard Butler. Um, get and they all have these cute and like kind of British like gangster nicknames like one two and one mumbles two mumbles and Archie handsome Bob and Johnny Quid and all that stuff so yes, so Johnny um, Quid yeah so <laughs> one two and mumbles uh, realize that like the real estate game is like the big where the big money's at so they try to get into the real estate real estate scam game with Lenny Cole turns out Lenny Cole already has his own like kind of back alley scam going on where he like sets these people up to fail and then now they owe him money and he's got to collect and in typical Guy Ritchie way all of these plot lines start to intersect now Lenny Cole is dealing with a Russian mobster that wants to uh, get a building permit because that's his deal is he's like kind of the real estate kingpin of uh, London and so the Russian mobsters kind of getting involved with him, and uh, and then you have like the accountant that's uh, the Russian mobster's accountant that's like trying to like yeah, get a little more away, of a thrill on life. So she was like trying to set up uh, the the money transfer between the two bigger gangsters, and then that dude, she was in the bunch of movies. She was in a bunch of movies like around this time, and then I never saw her again. Like she was the the love interest in Mission Impossible 2, which I had just watched before this one, and I was like, oh, it's her. Yep. I mean, I can go on and on. I'm not going to go and explain the entire movie now that I'm like hearing myself rant. It's a big old It's a big old. It's a big Guy Ritchie crime drama where like every, all the characters who owe another character end up paying them by robbing them in a different way. You know, it's in that same Guy Ritchie thread where like all of this crime is very localized very community almost where it, you always end up robbing your friend or your neighbor or your fellow criminal because it's all just so tight knit and, and it, it, it makes this movie very cute. And that's what I loved about rock and roll is it's, it's less serious and more just like a fun, almost cartoony romp through this guy, Richie verse. And I, I, I don't know. I, I, as a special place in my heart, it's a very silly, complicated British plot, but Everybody just kills it. All the actors, it's a stacked cast. All the actors are like, has a lot of memorable lines. You got Mark Strong as Archie, which I love Mark Strong. He's one of those great, like, hard man British characters with the Archie slap and everything like that. Like, there's there's a lot of quotable, memorable moments, and it's just a great, cute movie. And I'm, I'm really happy you like it, honestly. I do like it. Uh, like I said, it's uh, it's not up to the lock, stock, and snatch standards, but it is it is Guy Ritchie returning to what to what made his movies good. I mean, it's basically I would put it definitely in the same like canon as Lock, Stock, and Snatch. Revolver is its own thing, and I had I I noticed something curious. I I I, I don't know what prompted me to research this, but I was like, huh, he married Madonna. Okay, I'll just I'll just lay this out. He married Madonna in the year 2000, which is the year Snatch came out. And then he made two terrible fucking movies, Swept Away and Revolver. And then the year that he divorced Madonna is when Rock and Rolla came out. (laughs) So I'm not saying that they're 100% related. 
but I'm not saying that they're not. That's either. hilarious. I, I'll I just mean, leave that up to the audience. <laughs> I mean, I don't know Madonna as a person, but I mean, being married to somebody as famous as her would probably be pretty difficult and stressful. Yeah, I have no idea. So I, I, I have no implication for that, but I just think this is more of Guy Ritchie seeing the response to Revolver and saying like, no, I can do better. Like I can, I can make that type of movie if you really want it. And, and I think he did. I think he did it really well. I mean, Tony, uh, Toby Kebbell. Wait a minute. You think that this is like him trying to do Revolver well? No, I think this is him trying to like redeem himself for Revolver. Okay. I think yeah. this is him going like I can do my style of movie still. Like I don't make yeah. shit movies. Like I can do the thing you know me for. I can still do it well. I can still make you laugh. I can still make you like connected to these fun and like whimsical crime characters. Like I don't know. I think he nails all of those like checks all of those boxes. It's just at a time where the the love and and I don't know, the nostalgia around that energy is long since dissipated. Yeah, and that's something to mark as well. It's like, this does feel like a rehash in a sense. It's a good one. He's doing it well, but it is a lesser version of what he's known for. So I wonder if that's, is is there like a little bit of sadness in that? I guess not because he goes on to do all this other stuff, but it does feel like a backslide. It does feel like him being like, okay, Sorry, guys. Sorry. I'm Guy Ritchie still. Let me make sure you know I'm still Guy Ritchie. I'm not going to do um, I'm not going to do Revolver again. I think that there's an element to that for sure. I definitely think that. I mean, speaking of sadness, I mean, I don't know if you would you agree that this is definitely his saddest version of this movie? Like, well, I haven't seen the stuff he does after this. I haven't seen any movie after this. I've seen. Sherlock Holmes movies, uh, but I haven't seen The Man from Uncle or King Arthur. Definitely have not seen Aladdin, not seen The Gentleman, haven't seen Wrath of Man. So I'm not sure if he tries to do this again or if he tries to do it successfully. I don't think he tries to do this again, from what I gather. I don't know. Wrath of Man is a little bit like 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 this. Is it? But it's okay. it doesn't quite capture the same energy. It's it's dissipating more and more each time. But what I'm trying to say, more ask is out of the three movies, would you say out of the three, like, because I consider these his three good crime ensemble movies, personally. Sure. I yeah, would say they're all this really is good. the saddest one. Like, while the character's mm. a little more whimsical, I feel like the character Johnny Quid, the couple little, like, monologues he has, and his character in general, this, like, decaying rock star, I, I don't know. I honestly think Guy Ritchie was trying to speak a little bit to himself right there. Whether known, really, yeah, whether it was beknownst to him or not, I think there was a mm. little bit of self reflection there, like this idea of this, this fading, trying to capture this fading energy that you. That's want, an interesting you question. Coveted so so well, you know. I don't know. Like I, I, I tend to project a lot onto Guy Ritchie because I kind of feel like he thinks the same way about these particular movies in his filmography than we do because he's got to know like this is his the, he, he can't be ignorant to fact that like this is what makes him good is like this type of film right uh, yeah i'm not sure about johnny quid because the thing about johnny quid is like we don't see him give a fuck about the fact that he's a rock star at all 
like he's just it doesn't factor into his like life or or his mentality he's just like addicted really? to the pipe he's stabbing motherfuckers like but at the same time i've only seen this movie once and it, there's a lot to process not in terms of like it's not a heavy movie like i wouldn't say it's overall a sad movie if that's what you're getting at well i i also, i just wanted to like know what you thought about the the cast itself like we kind of teetered around this subject but i really think that while the other casts in his ensembles were strong, I think Snatch being the strongest, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think this one's really great. I think all of these characters play well into each other. At this time, they're all quite far along into their careers. And I think they all really don't try to outshine one another. They play, They all play down their acting ability and just kind of play this great group of friends. I really felt, especially when like the handsome Bob character reveals his like, uh, he's gay. Yeah. And, like, yeah. That was like a very <laughs> real scene to me as like somebody who wouldn't expect that from their friend. And also has like, holds a little bit of tiny, like homophobia as Jared, uh, as one, two did, you know, there's like, I don't know. There's just, there's a lot of very real moments between these cast members that I found was endearing. Yeah. Did you have a question for me in there? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. It's like, <laughs> what did you? Th- I said that in the beginning. Like, what did you think about this cast? <laughs> I thought it was great. Yeah, I loved. Uh, I love Tom Hardy specifically. I tend to really like Tom Hardy whenever he's in anything. Um, and I would agree with the that they all work well together. I think the people who really stole the show were Tom Hardy and Mark Strong, oh. as well as Tom Wilkinson. He had a very brick top personality. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. It was an interesting choice to have Gerard Butler in there because he's like, he's like action man. You know what I mean? He's in like uh, those Olympus has fallen movies where yeah, he just like but saves so is the Jason president. S- Jason Statham and, and Guy Ritchie works well with him in these other types of movies. Yeah. But Jason Statham, like his first roles were in Guy Ritchie movies. He wasn't, he wasn't the Jason Statham we know until after he was in Lock, Stock and Snatch. Yeah. So that's like his, his beginnings. Gerard Butler. I'm not exactly sure what he was doing at the time, but I don't think he's ever been much outside of like action man. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. I haven't seen him in a lot of like quippy comedies, but he worked really well. I was very skeptical at first. I was like, wait a minute, Gerard Butler is the lead? But he won me over. Yeah, no, I, I, I that's what I'm trying to really get at is like the characters just kind of, they grow on you. They all have their own little little quirks. And I just, I guess it's a mix of two things. It's a mix of, <clears throat> it's a good cast. And also it's like, it's a bit of nostalgia. It's a bit of like, yes, a little sat- self-satisfaction that, that Guy Ritchie has brought another cast a little like with the same energy back. And that's, I think an, a big, big play on it for me. Yeah. It's a, it's, it is very similar. If you like snatch and Logstock, this will be up your alley. And I was thinking like, it's, it's hard for me to consider what it would be like to watch Logstock and snatch for the first time. And like, re- even remember what that was like. I probably didn't think they were as funny the first time because I was probably just like wrapped up in trying to understand what the hell was happening. Yeah. Which I kind of gave up on with this movie. I was like, it'll all work out. Like it's, <laughs> it's just, it's just all tangents. So I was like, I don't think the plot even matters really. It's just going to come together in some way, which it does of course. Cause if you've seen them before, 
if you've seen his movies before, like the good ones, you you know it. Like you know from the off that this is that energy. Like you were talking about earlier, it being sad. I think like for a, a couple moments, maybe, but I don't see. I don't think there's any sadder moment than like Mickey's mom being burned alive in her fucking caravan or anything like that. Okay. I guess. I guess the the rock star. Um, I don't know how. I don't know if Guy Ritchie was having like a an introspective thing with that. I don't know. It's an in, it's an interesting point you made earlier, though. I I don't know. I just felt like the character Johnny Quid, like someone who bonded with rock and roll music to get through trauma, and and kind of as that genre is beginning to fade and die, like he has to kind of come to the self realization that he's nothing but like a crackhead and a nobody. And only the only people that care about him are crackheads and nobodies. So he kind of is like having this kind of hard crash in life. And that's why he's just like, Johnny's not here. You're talking to the pipe. Talking to the pipe, baby. I didn't even realize till the end that he was on crack. I thought he was on heroin. No, yeah, the whole no, movie. Yeah, they're, no they're all like kind of like, sm- I don't know. There's, I, I, it's not very clear. They could be like smoking heroin if it was like pure enough, but I have no idea. I, yeah, I, whatever. Just, they were on the pipe. That's what it's just. It's it's called is the pipe. But yeah, Tom Hardy's looking young. I know. I, th- I think a lot of the little side characters are great. The two Russian assassins. I think. Are oh fucking yes, hilarious. In the, in Guy Ritchie really redeemed himself from the horrific, horrific action he had in Revolver that made me want to throw up. This, this movie has a really fun action scene where they have to fight off these just insane Russians. These two Russians. And it just goes, it just goes on and on uh, to be- the point where it's just like a comedy. Yeah, it's so great. Well, they basically steal this like case of money twice. And so the, the, the Russian, the guy who's like trying to like get it to Lenny Cole is like, all right, make sure this time it gets there. And so he gives, he has them the money being sent by two just Russiany, Russiany Russians that you could ever yeah, like the most just, like gangster ass Russians you've ever seen with all the all the things that go along with that. Yeah, it's such a typical movie Russian. I, I was I love that scene. I've seen it a hundred times and it still cracks me up. Them comparing scars in the car and then I don't know, just all their like silly like the knives on his back. Or when they find Gerard Butler and they are like dancing around naked with hats on. I know that like, I love drinking. it. Like, like Nazi music on and like they're just like, like, like what the well, fuck? We're for sure going to fuck this guy. <laughs> You're just like what's going on? And Archie just comes had some, in. Um, had some Pulp Fiction vibes on that yeah. one. I, I, for I'm, sure. I, this movie just is, is an exciting little adventure. It's cute. It's funny. It, I don't know. I, I think it yeah, takes it's all fun. the bells. It does. Like it's like we've said, it doesn't it doesn't uh totally rekindle the magic. It probably you I don't think it's possible to really, especially after 8 years or now even. Now maybe, I don't know. Be curious to see him try it, but Well, he did with Wrath of Man, I think. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say this goes into a question I have for you, Jeff, cuz I was going to do book reports on Guy Ritchie movies. I'm going to skip Sherlock Holmes cuz I've seen those and we can give our review right now. Eh, they're okay. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> so I was, I was going to do The Man from Uncle, King Arthur. I'm not fucking watching Aladdin. Not happening. <laughs> you got it, dude. Uh, 
the gentleman and wrath of man do i gotta well here's my question is do you want to do little book reports on these with me do you want to do a hate i'll do a hate cast on aladdin with you for sure you will okay no i'm not gonna watch any of those other ones no you're not okay yeah, I'll no, do those I'll on do, my own. I'll do like a hate like report uh, with you on Aladdin. Oh man, I'll have to w- consider if I even want to. No, we, you should. We should watch it together. We should watch it together. You should okay. Come over and we watch it together. And then we just like put its head on spikes on an episode. How long like, is it? How long is this fucking thing? Two hours. I know, right. Knowing you, you'll find the director's cut. Uh, it's too soon. I, I don't want to watch the director's cut of Aladdin. <laughs> I'd rather watch the director's cut of In the Name of the King. Uh, that's crazy. I would much rather watch Aladdin than In the Name of the King, and I haven't even seen Aladdin. Well, you may regret this. I fucking, see, this is the thing, like, outside of, outside of, like, the Marvel stuff, I really don't ever want to watch Disney, and, uh, I don't like Will Smith, that's the thing. Like, you need to fucking like eat a little fucking crow. You know, you need to like <laughs> suck down a little bit of this like shit slurpee that you make everyone else eat constantly. Well, see, you can you can make that happen. You have the but power of choice. But I don't want to like subject people to an entire episode with Alex and everything about something I'm trying to exclusively make you uncomfortable about. Like that's not, <laughs> no, that's, that's not, not that's works. not the only goal. That's just an extra. That's a plus. I no, just, I just know, just, I just know that certain movies, like in the name of the king, are gonna make a pretty good episode. Let's just watch you know? it together and, it and did. shit all over it. Okay, so later this week we'll hang out and we'll watch Dead Alive and Aladdin together. Sound good? Yeah, sure. Because that's little, our next episode. Little shit double feature. <laughs> oh my god, I hate my life. Ugh. What you don't like? You've seen Dead Alive, right? I have. I if I have it, I have no memory of it. Oh sweet! Oh, I'm really excited now. Then yeah, I have. I it's have legitimately. Le- I like. No I. Idea. I'm not kidding when I say it's one of the greatest movies ever made and one of my favorites. All right, it's, it's fantastic. So. All right, so Aladdin <laughs> and uh, and Dead Alive sounds great. Sounds Spoilers, like, maybe. I'm not sure when this is coming out. Who knows? But it doesn't matter. You look forward to it. It doesn't matter. Chop this Watch them um, pieces. Watch uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> rock and roll. Watch rock and roll. It's good. Watch rock and roll. It's good. Book report over. See you later. Book report. It's a book report. It's a book report about a movie. Cause that makes sense. Do 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 do.